This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Commencement, Speeches for the Class of 2020, is a production of iHeartRadio. Class of 2020, parents, faculty, rising graduates, welcome to Commencement. You made it. This year is a little different. A difficult time to graduate because the traditional graduation day has been put on hold. So we're bringing it to you wherever you are, because this is still your day, your moment. And now, put your hands together. It's time to be inspired. This year's commencement speaker, the one and only, David Chang. To the class of 2020, it's an honor to have the chance to celebrate you. My name's Dave Chang. I'm a Korean-American. I grew up in Virginia. I majored in religion. And at your age, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. By that, I don't just mean that I was young, naive, and unsure. I mean that I was unhappy and unremarkable. I graduated college near the bottom of my class. I taught English in Japan for a little while because it was the only job I could get. And then I came back to the States to work the one desk job that I could get. To say the least, I did not find my place in either environment, but I was already used to not fitting in. Growing up, I never felt Korean enough to make Korean friends, and I wasn't American enough to fully hang with my friends at school. Compared to most of my classmates, I wasn't blessed with any natural talents, and I was very quiet. Like I said, I was pretty down the middle. Because I'm a chef now, you might think that things clicked when I wound up in cooking school at 22, but that would be incorrect. I did have a good feeling about cooking, but I was so mediocre. 
In fact, I was just bad that one of my classmates actually quit the program because of my lack of talent. I'm not kidding. They told her that I was going to be her partner for one semester and that she couldn't switch. So she decided to drop out and be my partner. I stayed at cooking school mostly because I had exhausted all other options. It's crazy to think, but by my mid-20s, I had worked so many jobs and tried so many things. I'd seen a good chunk of the world too, yet I was convinced that it was all a waste. I looked at my friends and could not believe how far ahead of me they were. Maybe some of you know that feeling, and if you don't, I'll tell you the same thing. Life begins right about where you are right now. Conventional wisdom says that college is the time to experiment. But now is when you can truly accumulate data to your advantage. This is the moment in your lives to be selfish. So use it and be smart about it. Welcome all the heartache, disorientation, and joy that you can. Most of all, lean into situations that might lead to mistakes. You have to taste failure so much and so early so you know how to deal with it later on when the stakes are higher. I firmly believe that all of it eventually comes in handy down the road. In my 20s, I obviously would have disagreed. No question about that. It may surprise you to hear that depression is what changed my mind. I'll try to explain. Around the time I started cooking, I figured out that I wasn't just programmed to be a wallflower. My depression had gotten so debilitating that I had finally sought a diagnosis and some help. Depression is different for everybody, so I can only speak to my experience. But during that process, I was able to look at my life and see that I was luckier than I thought. Eventually, I asked myself a question. What can I offer the world? In my case, it was a restaurant. An idea that I had always batted around out of fear. It had always been so easy to find reasons not to do it. But strangely enough, in the darkest moment, I gained unprecedented clarity and I had to get it off my chest. So I just said, screw it. I opened a tiny noodle bar in Manhattan called Momofugu, the size of a one-car garage. And then I poured myself into that place in a way that's difficult to convey. I worked like there was no tomorrow. I became a different person. Along the way, I found that I was able to channel all the memories and frustrations that I had been through, and yet I was too timid to express. And I was astonished to see how experiences I had once thought were pointless actually helped me to do my job. All of this is to say that it's not just about exploring and experiencing. At some point, you have to be in a position to do something with that data that you've collected. You have to choose a job, a cause, a project, and operate as if you have everything and nothing to lose. Of course, it doesn't take depression to get there. And sure, some of you may already be on your way, but you will be tested. And this is a long journey. It's a marathon of marathons, and you will need to draw upon an endless reserve of willpower, of grit. Hard work is a great equalizer. It's something I didn't quite figure out till much later. It's how you'll be able to meet the thousands of challenges that await, whether it's humiliation or the apartment bathtub upstairs that's now flooding on your dining room floor when there's a critic eating a meal. On some days, it may feel like it's just too damn hard, like it's not worth climbing back up that mountain again but you have to keep going. It's as simple as this. Honor your time here. But just as I urge you to look inward, to find yourself, your voice, and your purpose, I want to tell you that conviction can also be dangerous, or at least it was for me. Five or so years into Momofuku, the company had gone from being an army of one into employing over 100 people. Now we have several hundred, and they were all unhappy. 
The problem was me. I was miserable to work for. In my fanatical quest, I was blind to those around me and their needs. In my little world, all that mattered was good for me. This somehow hadn't immediately affected the quality of our work, but that luck didn't last forever. Not only did our magic spark dim, I was more alone than when I graduated college. So I want to leave you with the greatest piece of knowledge I've gained so far, an idea we should all remind ourselves in times like these. It's not about you. You're going to be happiest, in my opinion, when you try to be selfless. I hope you're safe. I hope you're proud of your achievements. And I hope you're eager to get to work so that decades from now, you can take a look around you and say you left things a little bit better than you found them. Congratulations. Now the hard work begins. You can find a collection of incredible commencement addresses from all your favorite speakers at the Commencement Podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 